my friend, it's Julie Clough here, your life and grief coach. Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast. I'm grateful to be here with you today to sit in this space and be. Be in the grief and be in the healing to create space for peace and to share hope for rebuilding your life one small step at a time. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 157. Joy is in the process. I am totally laughing at myself this morning. I woke up with a sore throat and I had felt a little off last night and I was supposed to go someplace today and I had a home COVID test at the house. So I thought, well, I better do that just in case. We've got company coming this weekend. My daughter is moving in because they're in the middle of a move. So they're moving in for a few days before they can get into their new house. All this stuff going on. So I take this test and I look at it. And and if you're familiar with the test, which maybe you are, since it's been such a thing over the last two two years, the test I had, you know, has two, two lines, the test line and the COVID line, and the COVID line lit up like a Christmas tree. And so I thought I had COVID. And I was like, this test is false because the test line didn't light up. Well, I was texting my daughter. So I texted everybody and I was changing all my plans and all these things and letting people know because they were going to need to change their plans and so on and so forth. And then my daughter said, because I mentioned something was wrong with the test because the test line didn't didn't show up. And she says, well, did you take it again? So I take it again. And then I read the instructions and the test line doesn't show up when it's negative. So all this time, I thought the test results were positive and it was actually negative all along. So I had been texting everybody and making all these changes and everything. And turns out, I just have a cold, which is what I thought in the first place. Well, I'm I'm sorry too if this if talking about this is triggering to you because I know so many of you have gone through so much because of this virus. And I apologize if, if that's triggering to you in any way. I um but I am grateful today that the test was negative and I can go forward with my plans and hopefully get over this cold that I have in the next couple days here. It is an interesting time in our house. Like I said, my daughter has sold her house and she's moving to Nashville and they were going to stay with us for a week before they could head out to Nashville. And we are too. We are too. We sold our home. It's under contract. We're preparing to move to Nashville. We're excited and, of course, nervous about this big change. So, if you know anybody in Nashville, let us let let me know and let them know I'm on my way. <laughs> I'm super excited to get back to the South, which is my roots. I grew up in Florida, lived there for 36 years, and then we lived in Texas for years. We were in uh, Kentucky for a couple of years. We've been in Utah for about six and a half years and we've enjoyed it here, but it is definitely too cold for me and way too dry. And I'm excited to get back to the South and 
and actually get back to the humidity, which I know is is not people's favorite thing sometimes, but for me, I I just love it because it just is it's good for your skin and and I just love the South. Super excited about Nashville. My mom lives there. My sister lives there. And so we are excited about this move and excited to be on the other side of it. Moving is is such an ordeal. And and there's a lot of sadness. You know, I'm I'm a part of the National Speakers Association, the chapter here in Utah, which covers Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, and um forgetting a state, perhaps Colorado. I can't remember now. And I'm on the board of that organization and such phenomenal people. And I was at my, I was at our chapter meeting last week and we had our big event of the year. And I just, when I was leaving, I just found myself so sad. I was going to miss, I'm going to really, really miss my associations with some fantastic, just incredible people, not just in that organization, but in the organization of the Chamber of Commerce, in which I serve as the vice chair this year and was supposed to be the chair the next two years. Um, This move has come suddenly, unexpectedly, and I know it's the right move, even though it's hard. So change is hard. We don't want to change. And that's a lot of our grief is around the change that we're experiencing. This big, big, monumental, hurtful, painful experience of having the having our world shattered by loss. And moving is, we can experience feelings of grief, although typically it's not as overwhelming and as life-changing as the grief that we experience when a loved one dies or when we go through a divorce, which is a long and painful process, and many of the other things that we experience. So, but today I want to talk about joy. And if you're new to the podcast and you're new to the work that I do, you may listen to this this episode and, and say, well, I'm not ready for joy yet. And that's totally okay. That's totally okay. Just be here, listen in. I think you'll, there's still, there's still going to be some incredible insights for you, but I just want to share that joy is in the process, not the destination. There is no destination. I turned 60. It's been almost two weeks ago now. It's hard to believe it's been that long. I turned 60 a couple of weeks ago, and I realized more than ever that if I'm going to have happiness, if I'm going to have joy in this life, it's not about a destination. It's not about hitting that goal. It's not about anything. It's about living in the moment. Joy is in the process. And we must see ourselves as fundamentally whole. Think about an acorn that grows into an oak tree. The acorn is not less than the oak tree. 
the oak tree is not greater than the acorn. The acorn holds within it the wholeness of an oak tree. And yet the acorn doesn't sit there in the process like I tend to do sometimes. The acorn doesn't sit in the process and go, why can't I be an oak tree? Why can't I be an oak tree? Why is it not showing up yet? Why why do I not have a trunk and branches and leaves yet? No, the acorn is whole in itself. So where where did this, this overall understanding come from? I was meditating one day and this thought came through so clearly with such force. And the thought was, I am whole and I always have been. And when that, when I experienced that thought, it had such an impact on me. And that thought, that feeling of that thought has not left since I experienced it. That was my pure higher self speaking to me. That was God. That was the universe. That was my higher power talking to me. Think about that. I am whole and I always have been. Even when I felt broken while going through a divorce, even when I made big mistakes, even when I had health problems and failed out of college, even when I was a crumbled, horrible mess after my kids died, I was whole? Yes. The answer is yes. How can this truth change the way you think about you? You are whole and you always have been. Even when you feel broken and discouraged and depressed and heartbroken, you are whole. You are whole and you always have been. And I invite you to practice that thought. To experience joy, we must first see ourselves as fundamentally whole. We also need to embrace growing pains, the growing pains of grief, the growing pains of change growing pains of starting a new job, of moving, the growing pains of experiencing pain in a relationship, of trying to figure things out, because that is always going to be our experience. We are always going to be in a place of growing pains. But if we recognize it as growing, We can look at it differently. We can see ourselves as, okay, we're just going through an experience. We're whole and we're just going through an experience. We're going through an experience of growth that is creating pain. And as much as we can discontinue longing for what was. Now, in the middle of grief, this is extremely difficult and it's a process 
grief is a process of helping us to adjust to the major, monumental, painful experiences of loss. It takes time and effort and intention to let go of what was and embrace what is. So first, see yourself as whole. And second, embrace yourself even in the growing pains. And then get excited about the growth. Where can you, where can you get excited? What are those moments? And again, I, I, I reiterate that if you're in the beginning processes of your grief, getting excited may be just like nails on the chalkboard for you. And I totally get that. And I totally respect that. And I completely invite you to, to not force yourself to get excited about the growth during a time of extreme pain. When we're in extreme pain, it's time to sit in the pain and allow the pain and to honor the pain, not from a place of I'm broken and I'm never going to get better, but just from a place of this is where I am right now and that is okay. But if you're a little further down the line and you're trying to figure out how to how to create joy in your day, how to create joy in your life, then I invite you to start getting excited about the growth, to look for ways that you're growing, to look for ways that you want to grow, to move forward in life with excitement about what is next. Because joy is in the process and we must see ourselves whole. You must see yourself as whole, even when the days are hard. And embrace the growing pains. Embrace embrace the pain of a difficult day. Don't make it mean something horrible about you. But just embrace, I am going through growing pains. And that's okay. Then get excited about the growth. Get excited about the next thing. Really cultivate your gratitude. I used to just roll my eyes when people would say that to me. And I have felt the power of gratitude. I have felt the power of embracing excitement. I have felt the power of looking forward with anticipation. And that brings joy want to remind you today that my book, Miracles in the Darkness, is available for order on Amazon and on Kindle. And I'm also offering soon a grief coach training. It happens three times a year and our next training is coming soon. We don't have a date yet because of my move, but we will announce that as soon as we have it. So if you're not already on the mailing list, 
go to buildalifeafterloss.com so you're the first to know. And if you want to go deeper and get the love and support you need during this time of pain and grief, check out the True Hope Club at buildalifeafterloss.com slash joy. Have a wonderful week. Remember, I believe in you. Love you.